the latest hits and the greatest memories on, 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 on live 105.5 mobi Do you feel your relationship is in a slump? Or maybe you just want to build a successful relationship? Well, join us on Season 3 of The Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, his amazing co-host, Angela Jackson, life coaching counselor, as we help you explore the business of love here on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. Welcome to the Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, your co-host, Angela Jackson, life coach and counselor. And I am super excited, and I know Dr. Seth Francois is as well. We are here on our for our third season on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. And what are we talking about today, Dr. Francois? We are talking about the biology of love. Wow. Whatever may that be, the biology of love. Well, you know, it's really good to know when, uh, why you do certain things, why you have certain behaviors. And a lot of it is to deal with uh, how our body produces certain chemicals that give us certain feelings and uh, and to be aware that some of those chemicals wear down and then you are in a certain place within the relationship. Right. And biology for those of us that remember that so many years ago, right, um, is talking about the study of living organisms. So basically the study of life. But in I know that we talked about this topic a little bit before, of course, we got on the air. And we were looking at more some, I think, molecular biology, right? Like cells. Right, absolutely. All right, and... And how, you know, why we even need to understand what that means. How are cells even connected to love, right? Because this is the business of love, and we're talking about love on every level. So how does that even connect? Well, Angela, the University of Minnesota, through uh, a researcher named Robin Wright, uh, did a research and uh, suggests that love is... uh, Oxytocin intoxication. What do you think about that? Oxytocin intoxication sounds very biological. <laughs> yeah, that that's oxytocin. Um, as we know, has to do with what makes a mother's milk come in, right? Like that love, and um, so it's definitely very biological. But but that's something definitely I, I want to hear a little more about. Um, yeah, it plays a oxytocin plays a role um, in bonding, sexual production, uh, childbirth, and of course the uh, period after childbirth. Right. So, so very, very much has to do with that physical love. We're talking about the biology of love, right? Um, well, I read a very, very interesting article that I really appreciated. Um, and it is on, of course, the biology of love, but more looks at molecular biology, so that's cellular biology. Yeah, so I was reading this really great article on uplift.com, 
and um, it actually has Dr. Deborah Sandella um, speaking with the amazing Dr. Bruce Lipton, who's done all this great work on um, molecular biology. And so they're actually talking about the biology of love. And in the article, she discusses it with Dr. Bruce Lipton, obviously, how cells affect us when we're in love, right? And so I was just, she, they went to so many different levels, but I was just really amazed to see how, you know, the cell itself is kind of like a human organism, just all by itself, you know, and you can actually, it receives, the cell receives information and then it shares that information with the rest of the body. So it's like this a receptor on cells, right? And then they take right. that information and they send signals to the rest of the body, you know, about how to feel and how to respond and how to react. So that's why when you see these people in love, right, they say they have a rose-colored glasses on and they're all, you know, everything is great, right? And people, like, I'm, I'm sure you know, as I'm sure you know as a man, right, when one of your buddies is in love and everybody else may see something negative in the girlfriend or whatever and that he just cannot see it because he's in love, right? So your your body, your cells are saying everything is great. So guess what? Everything is great, even if things aren't so great. So I just thought that that was really amazing because I do all this work about perception and I think if we understood that we could create our reality in our life the way we wanted it more by understanding the power of our own selves and, you know, putting certain information in so that we have this life we say we want to live, that we would, we would be much more powerful beings, you know, because our selves naturally do it, but we can program ourselves to do that. So anyways, this article was, was amazing. I'll just kind of leave it at that and, you know, allow you to expand on your thoughts. Well, no, all, all I have to say, there's an uh, article called uh, uh, Ambu Reports, and, and what they said here is that, uh, that there is a deep healing that comes to you on uh, as far as a, a, a healing process and a healthy process when you're in love. Yes, love is a good thing. Um, but we don't have to wait to be in love to have that same healing, you know. And actually, um, Dr. Lipton really, he's done a lot of studies over the years, but that's one of the things he, he talked about in this article, too, that when he did a study on people that have disease, that their um, the cellular, cellular influence was actually greater than the genetic influence on people and what diseases they would get or even overcome from. So cellular... Um, I would say cellular wellness is extremely important because we can program our thoughts, you know. So I, so with the research that uh, I acquired, it seemed like love is 
a chemistry that is produced in the brain that create this manifestation in the physical part of the body. Right. It is. It's very much has to do with thoughts. And um, like the book that I have called Leap, which I talk about perception. That's one of the three lessons that I learned, one of my three big nuggets, right, was understanding perception is everything. Like how you perceive something can change the outcome. And it's the same thing that I found in this article. In fact, it actually ends with um, us rewriting our perception because that's how powerful perception is, you know. Um, And cells go off of what you feed it. So whatever you tell your mind and your thoughts is how your cells respond, which determine the health of your body. So, yeah, when you're in love, it's a good thing. And I don't know, think about what we researched on the biology of love. Do you have any stories that confirm what we both found? Well, I think when you're in love, you can get lost in what the real is. Mm-hmm. And you find, I know a lot of people, they they date over a period of time. um, And then they get to the point where the relationship changes because that oxytocin and some of the other chemicals that create that connection start diminishing. And then you start seeing the person for, you know, the flaws and maybe the person, the the interaction that the person may have been uh, giving you that may not have been so so beneficial to you. Mm-hmm. And then you start developing other uh, plans as far as moving out of the relationship or confining the relationship to, a, to, to another place. So I, I don't... That's... What I've I've seen in a lot of relationships and and uh, because as you know when you when you're dating for you know the first couple of weeks and the first everything is fine you know you engaging uh, you're going out you're having fun you're having great sex uh, and sometimes that that changes especially with uh, couples who's been married for a great period of time I mean it's not. I'm not saying all couples. I'm just saying that it does happen quite frequently. Well, you know, you think about, like, people that are in love, right? Just Even if you have to go back to when you were younger and you it was your first love, right? I remember being with my first love, and everything was so amazing. My thoughts about him were great. And this lasted for years. I mean... I was super, super, super in love. And I remember even though we went through our ups and our downs and went through different things, things were, they felt better. I felt better when I was in love, even when we went through tough times, right? So It's intoxicating. Love it, is intoxicating. Exactly. It's, like a, it's like a drug. And that's that 
oxytocin intoxication you talked about early on. You're not talking about oxycodone. Oxycodone, right? sorry. Oxytocin. <laughs> it's not oxytocin. It's <laughs> 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 not oxytocin. Okay, but oxy- some people, some people yeah, will relate yeah. to it as oxy, oxycodone, yeah, right? That, right. That's <laughs> hilarious. So, um, yeah. But that intoxication, right? We got that part right. Is um, It's real. You know, and my thing is that I, I feel like from the article that I that I wrote that we need to try to make sure that we know how to be in that state, whether we're in love or not. Angela, we have to take a break uh, and we'll be right back. Love to hear what you have to say uh, about the topic. Who plays the best music? We do. We are live 105.5 Mobile Radio 24365. One big party. Welcome back to the Business of Love on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. We are here with Dr. Seth Francois and me, Angela Jackson, life coaching counselor. Oh my goodness. So we've been chopping it up about the biology of love. And I kind of like missed the cue on a joke. <laughs> okay, so I have to go back to that. So I didn't confuse any of our listeners. So we, yes, we are talking about oxytocin, right? And it's intoxication. <laughs> not, not, not oxycontin. Right. It's intoxication. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, wait a minute, did I say that wrong? Anyways, I love it. I love it. Um, being human, right? So very human since we are talking about the study of life. It all ties together. But anyway, um, I want to go back a little bit to what we were talking about, how like that feeling when you're just like in love and how that feeling shouldn't just be a feeling that we have when we're in a relationship and we're in love, but how we could spread that feeling since our cells are so powerful and if we send the right messages to ourselves, it not only affects, you know, um, what, you know, how we feel personally in this life and how we do things, but also our physical health. You know what I mean? I, I just feel like this information on understanding um, molecular biology and cells and how they take, uh, they receive information and spread it throughout the body, right? I feel like, you know, this whole love thing could be that we learn to fall in love with ourselves and our potential self and that we create the life we want to live. Like that's my whole thing about really is spreading the truth so that we can live the life we want to live. We can live our best life ever. So like reading this article and studying this topic and it really has encouraged me on a lot of levels. Isn't that lovely? Well, you know, and, 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 and when we start talking about, you know, the biology uh, of love, and then you get in a relationship, and the relationship is going great, you're releasing this oxytocin because the couple is, is having, you know, great sex and really being intimate with each other. And then you have one partner or another decide that sex is not important and then there's less oxytocin that's released mm. that connect the two people together right yeah. so so then you go down a road it's like well I don't feel the same for this person 
Well, of course you're not feeling the same person because you're not releasing the chemicals that bond you two together. Isn't this just like a man? Look at Dr. Sam. He has, everything boils down to, to sex. No, <laughs> it has its place, though. We talked about that. Well, we you already great. talked about health benefits and sex. I mean, I don't understand how how we cannot continue to to bring up the importance of sex. Yeah, no, we, we, and we, bonding. we had a really good show when we talked about sex is really important when you're in a relationship. Um, it has so many... Um, positive effects of course when it's you know love making and whatnot and not when you're being made to have sex or do do what you don't feel is comfortable but anyway yes oh, well, so i just love how though he tied that in he made sure man well you know what <laughs> if you don't believe what i'm saying go to WebMD. they talk about the correlation of oxytocin and the bonding uh and how you you actually uh uh, create more oxytocin during the process of having sex. That's in that how the love hormone works. Yes, it's magic. Oh, that's right. Oh, wonderful. That's right. Who's the author on that in that article? Uh, it's uh, Brenda Goodman. It's a female who wrote okay, the article. Brenda. Okay, we're gonna have people check it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's definitely true. But but I, I was trying to take it to this other level with self love. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, the business of love, we really can't love anyone else until we You're not talking ourselves. about masturbation, right? Oh, no. See? <laughs> See, Dr. Seth? What happened over oh, that the is, break? Oh, uh, that is. That is. I'm love, right? That is important, though. You do, do you know how to pleasure yourself. It's important. Mm -hmm. But what I'm really talking about is just the fact that how we think, our perception, because, you know, that's my big thing is perception, is if we... It's kind of like, you know, um, people talk about speaking to yourself, right? And affirmations. This is kind of where I'm going with this is if I'm saying affirming things to myself, if I'm saying today is a great day, I feel wonderful, I look wonderful, um, you know, I expect great things to happen today. And I'm feeding that to myself. And... I'm, it's going to make me feel better. My cells are getting this communication from me, right? They're receiving it, spreading it out through my body. Then I'm responding to all this positivity and this love, and I am making myself a better day, which means, you know, have a better day, And which means if I am not already in love with someone else, I'm more likely to attract the love I want. So I'm just I'm just listening. I'm just like I said, I got all into this study on uh, biological love, right, and cellular, um, molecular uh, biology and cellular love and cellular strength, right. And I just got excited, Doctor Seth, about how we really can determine the type of day we're going to have every day, the next moment, if we feed ourselves the right information. You know, because we have all these cells in our body that are responding to the message we give them, right? Absolutely. Right. So, that's where I was going. But yes, sex is important. And if you're in a relationship and at the beginning you were having this great sex, and then all of a sudden you're wondering why you don't have it, and you're wondering why your relationship isn't what it used to be, maybe you need to have more sex. Very biological. <laughs> Of the biology of love from a man's perspective. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, also, 
you have to also also look at just the, the biological benefits of exercising. Um, and there's um, there's uh, Dr. Uh, Gottfried uh, said uh, that there's there's five hormones that are part of the fitness routine. Uh, Ericin, estrogen, testosterone, uh, human uh, growth hormones, and cortisol uh, that is, is released into uh, the body. And that's from an article from Wellgood. Uh, and it's the five hormones every active woman need to know about. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Seth. But I think it's time for another commercial break. Who plays the best music? We do. Thanks, thanks. We are live 105.5 Mobile Radio 24365. One big party. Welcome back to the Business of Love. All right, we are chopping it up here. We are on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. And you are with Dr. Seth Francois and me, his co-host, Angela Jackson. And we are talking about the biology of love. You know, I think it's so important for, I mean, if we're going to do a takeaway from the show, is that you have to understand that biology is a factor in a relationship. And it's up to us to continue to search for those ways that we can that we can enhance and sustain the biology that we have that create good relationships, that we can produce oxytocin, and that uh, a female by ex- uh, and guys who go out and they're exercise, that there's uh, a great benefit that can help your, your biology to maintain a good relationship. Right. And I think that's so important. I, I, and I'm glad that we're doing, you know, this topic because... A lot of people don't identify that, you know, we have, you know, billions of little cells running around our body and that they do certain things mm-hmm. for us. Right. And I think it's it's good that we're talking about the biology of love and we're talking about living, right, and life. I think that that's important. Um, it, it's, it's important that we take responsibility for our own happiness. Absolutely. And for love. And love doesn't just happen. It, it like you were saying, we have to practice certain, you know, aspects. We have to we have to be um, conscientious in everything that we do, the things we say, you know, and all of this has to do with biology, you know, understanding how the body works and and how to take care of ourselves individually and relationship. These things are extremely important. So I wanted to kind of refer something to what Dr. Lipton said. Um, he went, We were talking about in one section in the article that I was reading. It talks about a shift of, of, to love and vitality. And this is within ourselves individually. But he said one of the challenges that people have is, is that people don't believe that they can change. They don't, they don't believe that they can make those changes. And so you have to know that just because you grew up a certain way, you know, and certain belief, if it's thinking, thinking, and it needs to change, you certainly can change it. You know, well, oh, you know it's kind of interesting because if you would ask an athlete, athletes change all, all day long. I mean, 
when they go up to that free throw line and they're throwing up a, a free throw and they do it over and over and over again and they strengthen their skills yes. of doing it, that makes them a better ball player. When they start looking at the relationship between them and another team player, mm-hmm. they're strengthening their game. Right. And so we have to do the same. Right. And, and so it's important to understand your whole self, your physical self, you know, your mental and all those things. And that all of that ties into biology. You know, biology deals with your emotional and your mental and your physical and all of those things. You know. Well, if you're running a business, right, you want to take inventory of what you have in a business in order to know what you need, what your needs, and, and to do a need assessment. Yes. And we have to do that within ourselves. Yes, and, and, and like you say in your book, you know, The Business of Love, if we do that stuff before, then we're less likely to end up in these unhealthy relationships. Absolutely. And so those the needs assessment is extremely important with yourself first, you know. Prepare to, to get into a relationship. Offer yourself as, as this great asset. Rather than, you know, a problem. Well, you know, and, and, and just because, and people have to understand, you know, you said, you said what type of relationships that, that you said? Unhealthy relationships? Yeah. Well, there's a difference between a relationship that's not working and an unhealthy relationship. Mm-hmm. It's a very big thing. You know, some people can get together may not be able to, you know, find out that, well, maybe they, they're, they're not mad or, or they have the same... But an unhealthy relationship is when you go out with a narcissist. Yes. Or you going out with someone who uh, uh, emasculate or someone who goes out and and just, you know, you always know that they're going to be there to, to put a wrench in your mechanism. Mm-hmm. Those are unhealthy relationships. Mm-hmm. Someone who is abusive or whatever. And those are, those are the type of people you want to stay away from. Right, because like you, that it's true. I like you, that point that you made, and that's definitely a good topic for another show. But yeah, there are different types. Sometimes relationships just don't work, and it doesn't mean that it was unhealthy. It just means it didn't work, and that's okay too. That's, right, that's another topic. But but uh, I appreciate that that point. I think it's, it was really important to insert that there. But yeah, so um, the biology of love, cellular. Uh, health, making sure that you're feeding your mind the proper information so that your cells are receiving positivity, truth, love, light, and transferring that to the rest of your body. And it has a biological response. And, and absolutely. And, and, and understanding uh, what you should do to produce those good hormones and those good the you know that good biology so that you can have a great relationship right and remember look at the cell like this the cell is a data chip mm-hmm. and it transfers information so whatever you feed your mind you're feeding yourself data that's being transferred throughout your body and it's having a response i know you were talking earlier before the show about an article that was talking about how, how as children we are, are feeding information to our children that 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 is this data that's kind of programming them. To yeah, be who they are. in the same article, it talks about how 
from up until age six, that's when we receive most of that information. And we just, as children at that point, we're just, all we're doing is receiving data. We don't have enough, and it's from our parents, unless we have other other adults that come into our life that, you know, we can receive more information. But for the most part, it's our parents. And we take it and we don't have anything, uh, any other information to put in. I think you gave the example, we were talking about the example of when you get a brand new iPad. Right. And it doesn't have anything on it, right? We have to download it. And so what, and we can only respond to what's been downloaded. We can only use the apps that have been downloaded. That's the same way it is with a child. And for those first six years of life, you know, before they get into going away to school most of the time or, you know, at that first year, right, of, of, of grade school, they're still, most of the information they program, the programs that come, come into their life are what their parents give them, you know, or other siblings, you know, um, that's what they're getting. And so it's so important that we take responsibility for what we feed our children, you know, so their mindsets are going to be that as their parents. And that's why sometimes we get older and we see things we don't like, but we find ourselves still becoming our parents because that's what we took in. And it's hard to change that. It can be changed, but it takes a lot of work. I, I truly agree. I truly agree. And, and uh, I, I, I also believe that even as adults, that when we have traumatic experiences as far as relationships or traumatic experiences as far as things that may happen to us, uh, dealing with the human condition, that that creates this new paradigm of thought. Uh, when we start going and, and, and our belief system change, also for, for the better too, when, you know, maybe you've been through a bad relationship and, and then you meet somebody and you started to meet a consistent group of people that, that have a more positive twist to, to a relationship. And then you can relearn to trust. You can relearn to uh, be accommodating and all that. And, right. and, and so it, it, it works out. I think that, but I think learning new skills is a choice. It is a choice. And we have run out of time. In this no. Season. Yes. No. Uh, yes. This is like this we, is I, like it always. Happens. This is a new season. Why well, we should we should have lots of time. <laughs> what, what is going we on? We have lots of time in another episode. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this is such a great topic. It, it is. It's, it's really a great topic, and uh, I just want to say to listen if you guys have any questions. Uh, you know, it's the business of love. Uh, uh, you know, just type in businessoflove.org. Uh, leave a message. Let us know about show topics. We appreciate uh, the individuals who have done that and given us some directional which you like to hear. And we want to uh, continue to uh, produce shows that uh, are meaningful and a learning experience and uh, for the listeners to start asking questions. That's right. And we'll continue to help you, to guide you in the business of love on 105.5 Mobile Radio. Do you feel your relationship is in a slump? Or maybe you just want to build a successful relationship? Well, join us on Season 3 
of the Business of Love with Dr. Seth Francois and me, his amazing co-host, Angela Jackson, Life Coaching Counselor, as we help you explore the business of love here on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. The latest hits. And the greatest memories on, 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 on live 105.5 www.1055.mobi